Wow, what a great night. And God is really working. He's really energizing as we set our hearts and focus to him. And really, you are the brightness of God's glory. You are mighty ones. You're filled with the spirit of the living God. You've got the fire of God burning in your heart. And you may not feel like it at times, but it's just your carnal. It's just the carnal coming in. So you switch your thinking. You turn up the volume. You turn up the vibration. You turn up the sound of God. And you speak what he says. And you let him work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Because he is. So you just rest. You just rest. You don't have to fret. You don't have to worry. There might be situations that are going on. But that's not who you are. And those situations shouldn't define who you are. Because God says that you are an heir of him. You're a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. You're joint heirs with Christ. Everything he's inherited, you're joint heirs to that. So you are powerful. You are mighty. And we stay with a humble heart towards our Heavenly Father. We let him work in us. We, from our free will heart, say, Father, here I am. You send me. I will open my mouth. I will speak for you. And we haven't got a spirit of fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So you can think clearly. And prosperity starts in your heart. Prosperity starts in your will, your mind, and emotions. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing the heavenly words. This is what builds your faith. And as you prosper with that in your heart, as you prosper with your focus on God, as you devote yourself to him, as you go 100%, see, God's looking at your heart, guys. He's looking at the motives of why you do what you do. Are you doing things out of fear? Are you doing things because, well, I better do this because God won't bless me? Well, let me tell you something. God says in Ephesians 1, 3, he has blessed you with all spiritual blessings. He has spoken every single blessing into your life. And he's given you all things to enjoy, not to struggle through life, not to focus on the afflictions or the things that are happening in the world, because we're mighty ones. We overcome every situation if, it, if there's a challenge there. God will always give us the answers. God will always give us the solutions. And we know this because we're putting our trust in him. We're putting our confidence in him. We're not leaning to our own understanding, but in all our ways we're acknowledging God. We're not moved by our feelings. We're not moved by our emotions, the negative ones that can rise up. When the storms of emotion rise up, you say, peace be still. You talk to that. You've got great authority. Your words will split those atoms and push them away, those negative atoms. Because God's word is a creative force. When God said, light be, light became. You know, and God's very wonderful. And what he, he won't give us something to do that he, he wouldn't do himself. And, you know, in Habakkuk 2, it's, uh, in Habakkuk chapter 2, when you read the first four verses, it says, you know, write the vision. Make it plain that he that readeth may run to do it. Do you know what? God is wonderful. And he already saw in his heart and mind what he wanted to do. He even wrote it down in his book. And then he spoke and then it became. And, you know, I was talking to Becky today about visions and goals and setting out goals. We do this naturally. When you plan a holiday, say you want to go to Greece wherever you are, whatever location you are, you know, you think, okay, well, I want to go to Greece. So what do you do? You find a place, you find a location, and then you put a deposit down, and then you need the full money to go, the flights, 
the spending money and these are the little goals to get to your big goal your big goal is your holiday your dream holiday by the beach on the golden sandy beach in the nice clear blue sea and the nice hot weather and relaxing and enjoying life with your family or with your partner whatever it is you desire to do so you've got the vision in mind and then you make the action you know you've got to take action on the desires that God's put in your heart but on the physical side we do exactly that we plan a holiday okay you haven't got the money right there and then but then what do you do you think okay well let's get the deposit but let's at least secure a place to go and then as you do that you'll find that everything comes together for you to have that holiday you have your spending money you have your flight money you have your accommodation money you have your food money you have your spending money and so we're doing these things all the time and God has given you goals and given you desires that he's put in your heart whether it's to speak to the millions or the thousands to run your own fellowship or to go and see people healed and delivered and to learn to minister healing whatever the desire God's put in your heart you know you go for that goal you make it a definite goal this is a definite thing I'm going to do and then you don't know how you're going to do it but as you make that decision and decide to go for it then everything will fall into place and I want to read something from Psalms 139 that I accidentally stumbled upon and there was a couple of words in there that got my attention that got me to read the record I was looking for another first of scripture in the Psalms but I went to the wrong chapter but I didn't go to the wrong chapter because God wanted me to see it Becky mentioned in her sharing today about you know we're fearfully and wonderfully made so in Psalms 139 I want to read it to you and verse 14 it says I will praise thee this is the first thing we need to do no matter how we're feeling no matter our circumstance praise God because he's the one that's going to provide for you he's the one that's already made it all available for us and he's the one that's going to go to work when we use our faith when we acknowledge God that he is the creator of the heaven and the earth that he's given us all these wonderful things my feelings and emotions and circumstances might not tell me this but the truth is this is what God is he's a great God of love he's a great God of compassion and he says I will praise thee for I am fearfully or awesomely and wonderfully made marvellous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well my substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lower parts thine eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect and this is the, these five words my eye my substance yet being unperfect is talking about an embryo right and in thy book all my members were written which in continuance was fashioned when as yet there was none of them God had already had the plan for you and for me and he's seen us in our embryonic stage he's seen us in the mass we were created from the dust of the earth right and God put all those atoms molecules everything together and then he breathed life into it without the breath of God there wouldn't be no life in anything but God had the plan and he wrote that down all, all the members were written in a book all my members were written which in continuance are fashioned when as yet there was none of them God already knew what you were and what you're going to be he already seen it in his mind eye when he said light be he already knew what he was going to do so he had it in his mind and then he gave voice to what he wanted to 
for, to, for to become all the atoms, all the subatomic particles all the molecules come together, all the protons and neutrons and all these things all come together at the, at the words from God and when you speak heavenly words, your words are just as powerful because they're coming from God. He's energizing it in you. It says in Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God, or the word from God, is quick and powerful. This word quick is living. And the word powerful comes from the Greek word where we get our word energy. This word is living energy. If you've got no energy, if you've got no life, you need to speak this quick and powerful words from God you need to declare it with faith from your heart what you believe in your heart you need to say with your mouth and nothing shall be impossible unto you because nothing is impossible with God how God is the unlimited God we only get limited because we look at our circumstances or we pay attention to our emotions those storm of emotions that can come but you know what Jesus Christ didn't pay attention to the emotions he spoke to the storm, all the elements, everything that made up all the atoms and molecules had to obey his words. Peace, be still. Everything, all creation bowed to his words. His words were spirit and life. Jesus Christ also being the quickening spirit, he had high energy, high vibration. So this is very wonderful to understand the creation of God and how everything come together and recently I've been getting interested in atoms and molecules because I wanted to see how it all worked and I realized that you know when certain atoms come together they form a molecule like atoms of H and O2 they're two different atoms that come together and they form the molecule for water we all know that and then there's other atoms that can join together your DNA is made up of atoms and there are a mass of atoms and in that those atoms is life giving life and then you've got the you know all the other elements that come together that will give you your flesh your tissue your organs God is amazing he created all of these things he knows how the things work and I was thinking of things like you know when Jesus Christ prayed he had all the multitudes with him and they had no food they had uh, what's it five loaves and two fishes and what did he do he gave thanks and then he gave to the disciples and as they broke God just multiplied all those molecules and atoms and subatomic particles together so as they broke it grew out again you know God knows what he's doing and when we understand that our words are so powerful they're very very powerful I mean really really powerful because they're the heavenly words these words that we're speaking are spirit and life or we're speaking death it works just as strongly on the negative side but it's the negative side it brings death it brings calamity it brings fear it brings worry it brings doubt but these heavenly words from God is of a high vibration and it affects the whole universe it affects all the galaxy God stretched out the heavens and the earth so we got what we got now so all the stars are in the sky and we can see them God is amazing. He's the best scientist if we want to... You know, science is actually proving God. And they can't deny the existence of God. Even Einstein couldn't deny it. God is amazing and he's given you his spirit. He is spirit. And he's given you his Holy Spirit. So we can really live above the world. When Jesus walked on water, everything around him had to obey to him. Because he knew who he was. He understood who he was. 
he understood that you know God is spirit and that he was being led by the spirit and the things would have to obey him he spoke to the trees and it had to obey him everything had to obey all those little atoms and things we don't see had to obey that voice so when you speak your words are affecting everything around you when i said to you that your thoughts transmit your emotions transmit they're sending out signals um, you know, you're like a radio station, like a radio station. Think of a radio station. You've got BBC One. That's what we have in England. And it's sending out a message. And according to its message, it will attract certain people. And people will really like Radio One because it plays different music and different things like this. And they've got millions of people that tune in. And they're sending out a message. But what message are they sending out? And then if you think of BBC Two, it's got less viewers than BBC One, is attracting a certain type of people. Lightness will attract light. And so if you're a person that is moved by your emotions, you're kind of negative, then you, you will draw those same things to you. And like attracts like. And really, you know, this is the law of faith. You know, people call it the law of attraction, but it's the law of faith. The law of attraction is the law of faith. But there's other things at work. And when we start to recognize these things, then we can really start to understand spiritual truths. And Jesus used to use the things around him in this world to highlight spiritual truths. And this is what God's doing for me when, as I'm learning about these atoms, molecules, and subatomic particles, and all these type of things. And it's absolutely amazing absolutely amazing i'm understanding things that i couldn't understand before like this record it says you know thine eyes to see my substance you know and it reminds me of faith is the substance yet being unperfect and in thy book all my members were written god's seen us in the beginning stage before we, there was anything he's seen us in our mass if you look at those, that, those five words it's the hebrew word for mass or embryo in the beginning stages so when God gives you a dream or a desire it's in its mass it's in its embryonic stages you can't physically see nothing but as you develop that as you see it in your heart that dream that vision that God's giving you that revelation to your heart you can see it I can see the thousands of laborers I can see the thousands of fellowships in Bristol in all of the UK in all of Europe in USA and other parts that God's given me to minister God will rise up those individual laborers in those areas and they'll be a part of this fellowship they'll be connecting with me because that's my desire that's what God's put in there that's what will be and so I say that with not just saying it I say it with my heart because I've seen it in my mind and I will hold it in my hand because God is faithful everything has to follow that suit everything after its own kind eagles fly at the highest altitudes pigeons don't fly at the same altitudes they fly lower and we don't want to be on a low frequency we want to be on that highest frequency with God and we are at the right hand of God this is where we live you know when they split an atom it, they can manipulate that one atom and the other atom will follow exactly the same no matter where it is in the world it'll do the same behaviors and so we are not only here in our physical state we are here in, in the spiritual state we're at the right side of God but we're also here so where are we living from are we living from the carnal are we living from tradition are we living from religion or are we living from the right hand of God 
you know, and like, you know, all these arguments over doctrine and what's right and what's not right, Jesus had to put up with the same, with the Pharisees. They was always trying to catch him out what he was going to say, what he was going to speak, if he said the right thing, you know, if he'd done the right thing on the right day. But you know what? He was moved by God. He was bold. And he declared what God wanted him to speak and to say. And people got healed. People got delivered. How can you knock someone or anyone that's moving with God and you're seeing people not only come up in their strength and in their faith, but they have a living relationship with God and they're doing signs, miracles and wonders. How can you not that, but the Pharisees did? And today you still get the Pharisees that do the same. How can people not what's going on in India? How can people dare knock what's going on in Nepal? Because you're not knocking anyone. You're not knocking people. You're knocking God. And the things that are happening here, if you're knocking me, you're knocking God. Because I know we're moving in the right direction. And God wants us to move up and rise up with faith. Call out all these challenges. And people that are, you know, are in their comfort zones of religion, in their comfort zones of, you know, we got the right way, we got the angle of truth. Well, where's your fruit, buddy? Where's the healings? Where's the deliverance? Signs, miracles, and wonders follow them that believe. And if you've got a humble heart and a willing heart to receive these words, if you practice them, you will start to see things happen. But all the time you're complaining and moaning, oh, we didn't say this right, he didn't say that right, you won't see nothing. You will not see nothing. Yeah, you get blessed, God's good. But if you want to see the real business of what Jesus Christ done when he was walking the face of this earth with, the, with his disciples, the ones that were humble and willing to move with him, these guys done it. They became the church leaders. They followed. And they seen Jesus do this work. They seen Jesus preach. They seen Jesus raise the dead, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers. And then he encouraged them that they could do it. Each one of us on here can do the same works that Jesus Christ done and greater. But we've got to get out of tradition. We've got to get out of comfort zones. We've got to get out of religion and start walking by the spirit of the Most High God. That doesn't mean to say we neglect scripture. I just read you from the scripture. And I can show you loads of things from the scripture. Did Jesus do that? He walked by the Spirit of God. He referred to scriptures, he referenced scriptures, but he was led by the Spirit of God. And this is where the power is manifested. How God, listen, it's in the scriptures, Acts 10:38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost of power, who went about doing good, not complaining and calling people out, who went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. If you're putting anyone down, if you're backbiting, talking, what you're doing is actually putting yourself in a cage and you're opening up yourself to the devil to be led astray. Judge not lest you be judged, and with what judgment you judge it is shall be measured back to you. You open the door for the enemy to come on in when you start judging and pointing fingers. So, you know, you prove your walk, you prove the words, you prove your faith, prove your faith, what you believe, prove it. There should be some actions, there should be some results, there should be some fruit. And our main focus as believers is not only to walk with our Heavenly Father in a wonderful, loving, healthy relationship, but it's to build up the people around us. And then the main thing is the outreach. We do a lot of inreach, so many fellowships. So many fellowships, so much in reach. What are you doing with what you're learning? You could go to 20 fellowships a day. It's not going to do you any good unless you're doing that. And so this, I'm just talking here as God's working in my heart and lovingly as well because I've got such a passion for God and I know all of us can be so fruitful no matter what ages you are. It's just making up your mind. 
to really go for it, to really go for God. You know, I get so many people messaging me, you should be teaching this, you should be believing that. Listen, I'm walking with my Heavenly Father. I pray every day. I speak in tongues every day. I seek Him with all of my heart. And I don't just do that. I practice my faith. What I share on here, I actually do. And I have people that come to me, and God's working in me to help them. And they're receiving it. The humble ones receive it, and they're flourishing. You can see that in the people that have shared already. Becky, Danny, Amber, Jason. And they're connecting. And there's others also that are connecting. So if you want to be distracted with so many teachings and so many fellowships, where is your focus? Becky spoke about focus. If I'm going to A, B, C, D, E, and F fellowship, but my fellowship is G, where's my focus? I'm going to be hearing so many different things. Get focused with God. You can be focused with the Father. Look only to God, not look to ministers not look to fellowships yes we fellowship yes we receive from ministers because they're there for the perfection of the saints to do the work of the ministry this is the real heart like god really wants you to abound wherever you are whatever stage of life that you are you've got the spirit of the living god dwelling in you mightily and if you follow the encouragement i'm telling you you'll see it's right you've got to do it before you see it you won't see nothing unless you practice it and not half-heartedly either, with a full heart. God is looking at your heart. What's your motive? You know, you could say, God, like, you know, help me. Like, I really want to do it your way. You know, I'm doing good now what I understand, but I really want to do it your way. You know, because i got this person telling me to do it this way, that one says that I'm wrong and I need to do it their way, and then this other person saying the other thing. You come into confusion, and brothers and sisters, God is not the God of confusion, but he's the God of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. God places the members in the body where it is pleased in. If he puts you in a fellowship, it's for you to be nurtured and grow, grow there. Not to be under the minister all the time, but to receive the encouragement. And as you go and do it, because you're focused and you desire and you're hungry, you'll start to see results. But too many people go to this fellowship, that fellowship, this fellowship, that fellowship, and they become warm. In Revelations, Jesus talks about being hot and cold. And if you're lukewarm, he says, if you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of your mouth. In other words, what he's saying is, you're no good. If you're lukewarm, like you're here, there, and everywhere, you're cooled down. God wants you either hot or cold. He can do something with you if you're cold. He can bring you and make you hot. And when you're hot, then he can make you very fruitful. And he wants us, we, we to be fit for the master's use. In other words, our minds is focused. We're following God. Jesus Christ is our Lord. We're the body. We're following orders. We're following the orders of the Heavenly Father that is coming through to us by the Spirit of God. And we need no man teach us. Jesus said this. This is what our Lord said. You need no man to teach you. I'm sending you the comforter. It'll teach you. You can't go wrong. That's why each of us really should be led by the Spirit of God. We should walk by the Spirit, be led by the Spirit, be inspired by the Spirit, and speak by the Holy Spirit. We're under no law no more. There is therefore now no condemnation, sentence of death, to them that are in Christ Jesus for the law of the Spirit of life has made us free from the law and sin and death. You, have, you don't have to live up to anyone's standards. The only thing you have to do is have your heart right before God and a willing heart to follow him and do what he puts in your heart. If you do that, you've got a free will choice. You don't have to do any of it. You don't even have to come on here. 
if you think I, I, you know, I need to go on fellowship because like if I don't God's not going to bless me well that's a lie because you're already blessed with all spiritual blessings he's with you but if you want to grow in your walk then you need to be fed God will feed you uh, but he'll also feed you by the ministers and I'll take it back to that Second Chronicles 2020 believe God so shall you be established and believe his prophet so shall you prosper that was Old Testament but it's still relevant today I'm not saying I'm a prophet but I do speak by God and I'm seeing now through my focus and doing what God put in my heart to do to learn from where I've been learning I've become fruitful I've become peaceful and I've got direction and not only that as, on, as my own individual walk and I've got clarity of mind and God is teaching me and understanding me I correct anything that's wrong if, anything, if I realise I've said something I will correct it on here if I've said anything wrong you know because my heart is to speak the truth because it's only the truth that sets you free so I'm humble to do these things because God's given me that humble heart right point is I can't worry well, did I say something wrong there no I've got to speak I've got to move and the point is the people with the heart and understanding that someone loves God and someone is moving someone is being productive because they've submitted themselves my life is not my own guys I'm in service to God and the Lord Jesus Christ and this is what I'm doing I'm ministering directly and they're working in me God's working in me by way of that spirit to speak these things to encourage you you can either chuck it to the ground or you can receive it in your heart that is prepared to receive and you can start producing fruit and the thing is that blesses me the most is that the people that have listened the people that have come close like the disciples went close to Jesus they're on fire now they weren't before they are now and it's not because of me it's because of God it's because they followed the encouragement they made those committed decisions to God not to man they decided to follow the things that we're encouraging and to do it with all of their heart it's all about the heart it's all about the desire God will give you his desires and whatever you desire if, you, if, there's, if there's a desire in your heart to travel the world and speak his word God's put that in there now develop it with God make a plan with God okay God this is in my heart I'm going to pray about this further confirm it with me open up a door open up a door for me to go and as he opens up the door he'll open up many more we're not designed just to stay where we are we're designed to flourish and grow a flower doesn't just grow like it, it produces so much more so there's a beautiful garden out there and God loves you dearly you are his masterpiece you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus you are justified you don't have to justify yourself to anyone you're already just justified because of what Christ done for you you got rights you got authority you need to believe them we all know it by knowledge yeah I'm righteous I'm justified I'm sanctified I'm redeemed I got the word of ministry of reconciliation let me ask you one question do you really believe it because if you do you'll act upon it God will be able to energize and bring it out of you do you really want to see people come from darkness to light then it puts such a passion in your heart you can't keep your mouth shut do you really want to build up the body of Christ God will give you such a determination no matter if you've got so many critics you'll still do it because if God's directed your path he's the one that's ordered your steps you'll do it no matter what I've been criticized all my life but you know what I'm stronger than ever I am stronger than ever and God has made me the head and not the towel he's put me above and not beneath and he can do the same for you you just need to make up your mind not to listen to other voices but to listen to the spirit of the living God what he says in his scriptures do that the scriptures is our base and it's the church epistles that we see 
and we can learn a lot from the Old Testament, right? Like I just read you that wonderful record in Psalms, and I stumbled upon that by mistake. I was talking with Kathy Clark. I was looking for another scripture in the Psalms, and I come and say, oh, so Kathy, look at this. Like, even God, you know, he's, he's written his vision. He's made it plain. He's got the beginning stages of his desire, which was us. Wow. He really wanted a family. And now he's got an even bigger family. And as, like, God worked with Abraham and people like that, he worked with their faith. He was always working with people's faith to the point that they could believe. I remember saying to Sakina once, as God was working in me, you know, create the environment, you, you know, that God can go to work create the environment you want and so how do we create that environment it's from the heavenly words see when God worked with Moses he built his faith so that he create the environment where God could go and do his signs miracles and wonders and confront Pharaoh and to deliver God's people from the land of bondage to bring them to the land flowing with milk and honey but what did you have in those people you had moaners and complainers and some of them didn't go into that promised land. But the ones that believed, the ones that received simply like a child with faith, the ones that knew that their God was mighty in any situation, they went into that promised land. Daniel in the lion's den, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't bow the knee to anyone. But they knew that they had a living relationship with God and they were bold. And God wants you to be bold like that. So no matter what's going on in this world, we pay that no attention. Because whatever's going on, God's delivered you. God's already got the answers. He's already got the solution. And then when we're believing in the environment's created for him to go to work to bring his signs, miracles, and wonders to pass. So where you see a field growing, where you see a multiplication of labors on a consistent basis and healings and signs, miracles, and wonders, is because people believe God they started to say what God said and then everything was you know God was working in them to say these things and to see the things as already done even though it wasn't done like God seen our embryo state he's seen the end results and then he said like be you know he created the heavens and the earth six days rested on the seventh nothing's impossible with God so it's not going to be impossible to you when you believe God yeah I'm just really really blessed at what God is doing and I'm really, really thankful. I've got lots to learn. You know, I really, I've been a believer since I was 16. I'm 55 now. i still got so much to learn. And I'm so happy that I'm learning it, that God's put it in my heart. You know, when if you'd have told me a year ago that I'd be looking at the science of atoms and molecules, I'm like, I've I got no interest whatsoever, mate. You know, I'm not going to do that. But when God energizes something in you, you can't stop to do it if you're tuned to God so we're either tuned to the frequency of God or we're tuned to the frequency of this world we want to be tuned to the frequency of God the highest vibration ever and when we're on that level nothing will stop you from receiving the things that you desire and need and the things that God wants to do because God wants to meet all of your needs he's already done it in the spiritual we just need to bring it to the physical so faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You've got to see it inside yourself. What you desire is already a reality to you. And then you speak that way. Then it becomes manifested. So that's what I wanted to share. God bless you guys.